0: This is your host Fazit Dude here, and uh, this week on the couch we got our boys Troy and Justin. Say what's up! Yeah. You guys are so good with the the, the saying part of, of the what's up, and uh, gosh, if people don't watch the visuals, they're missing all the handshaking and head nodding. But um, oh, yeah, good, it was quality. Man. But um, yes, uh, we're back on the couch this week, uh, and uh, this week we'll be talking about. Peacemaker, the series, for at least those who watched it, and those who uh, attempted to watch it. And uh, we'll do a quick rundown on like a handful of anime from this season, mid-season recap, as per usual. It just is not as extensive as usual, so we'll lump it together. And um, be sure to check us out if you're not watching this on YouTube. uh, You can find us on YouTube at uh, Flazadu channel. You can find us at uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, amazon music audible google Podcasts, and you can check us out at theanimecouch.com but uh with all that out the way let's uh let's get into peacemaker um tr- uh justin do you want to start us off yeah all right all right So here's the rundown
1: peacemaker comes back after uh the suicide squad movie you know he almost died by that gunshot. I can't believe you would
0: spoil that, but carry on. I mean,
1: we're talking about it.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yes, Um, for anyone who doesn't know, though, they're full spoilers.
1: uh, He does survive, and Amanda Waller sends in a team to basically uh, have a new mission, Mm -hmm. and they have to take down this uh, new group of space aliens called the butterflies Mm -hmm. we go through a few people who are known through the movie and uh two new characters were oh three new characters were introduced hold on real quick i'm gonna delete this uh part when i get to it but i'm hearing myself
0: don't worry i'm hearing it too troy probably because troy's headset's half on but yeah i hear you yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm here <laughs>
0: Oh, my guys. Wait, what's up? <laughs> I think he's hearing an echo because your headset's not properly on.
2: Well, I gotta fucking be able to hear the shiny bingle. <laughs> oh, the shiny
0: hunt grind for the guy. No.
2: Oh, fucking shit, trying to turn down.
0: But, uh, carry on.
1: Alright, so, um, so, you're first introduced to Peacemaker as a different, like a, l- a little bit differently from what you usually have. Like uh, you get a deep dive into his past and also a little um, character development for him.
3: Mm-hmm. You
1: don't want to say anything yet. I want Rashad to like, we can go through each like episode fast just to see what our thoughts on it. And um figure out what we liked about it except mm-hmm. for troy he decided to um be all dc unfriendly
2: bro that's hate speech <laughs> don't put words in my mouth oh gosh
1: no I'll, that's all i'm saying man
2: i don't adhere to your but to it's, your it...
0: It it seems Agendas. like um it seems like Justin and Troy are on the, the two opposite ends of the spectrum so we'll see where that goes.
2: Are you saying I'm on a spectrum. You're on a
0: spectrum. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, it's just like uh, straight to gay. Can't help it. So, uh, adhering to what Justin requested of me, let's uh jump through these episodes. I can't and, believe like, it. Well, first, Troy, what episode did you stop at?
2: I finished episode three.
0: You know, I figured if you made it and stopped, it would have been at three. I don't know why. It was just like a three episode rule just felt like so applicable to what you were going to say. And what's the last thing that happened in episode? In episode three?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That you remember?
2: They killed the senator's family
0: um, okay
2: okay so it's, it's that part yeah i don't know yeah i
0: i i got it now
2: i was shiny hunting so <laughs> what, what okay.
0: made what,
1: what made you drop it um i
3: don't know
0: i just kind of people
2: i just didn't give a fuck about like anything mm-hmm. that was happening You know, it's like I didn't know what butterflies were, so I was like, okay, John Cena's dope. I like him, I like the blonde chick. Mm -hmm. Um, the handler dude who works for Amanda Waller seems kind of like a fed.
0: Uh, what's his name, Merv?
2: Yeah, I didn't like him. You know who I did like best characters in the whole show? The two lesbian chicks. I thought
0: you were going to say Eagly.
2: I got the dog. I actually did Google. Because I know the finale happened. I was like, uh-huh. does Eagly he live? Knows.
3: Yeah, yeah. He, he lives.
2: Yeah, that's spoilers. So he does live. Because he was the best part.
1: <laughs> and you And you missed the best part, too. The second best part. Which happened probably in episode 7.
0: Okay, so for the that's audience,
1: I feel
2: uh, best parts don't count.
0: <laughs> you so, gotta have
2: some best parts in the early part of the series. So that, that's 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 what I'm gonna talking. get to. All right, so keep watching not watch. My my episodes.
0: quick my quick breakdown of what this series is is it's a relatively slow start
2: pointless it's a slow start to a pointless show
0: and and the thing is there's a lot of meandering with the series it doesn't have the clearest goal for most of it which unless you're like already committed to it it can be very problematic especially when you know television that runs for almost like an hour right when you have shows that are of that length you have to hold people's attention for that long and i'm gonna i'm gonna point out my early criticisms now just to get them out the way it a lot of this series is still a comedy the problem is when it comes to like rated r comedies most of the time if you get too vulgar or raunchy your comedy doesn't match like the thematic moments you're hitting so it's just like humor interjected for the sake of it being humorous when and my comparison to this is like Deadpool, where like the vulgarity matches the character and what the movie is, so you can still laugh at the humor at Deadpool, and it feels like you know it's dumb humor, but like it works for the moment. Peacemaker has a lot of moments where they like to interject like false—it's like falsetto comedy. It doesn't actually exist to be a comedic moment, but they're they're just putting it there. Just to like ease the tension, and I I'm think they do say- that. I think they do that too much, to be honest.
2: I'm not saying, I'm not making this comparison, but that was like a tonal thing that Joss Whedon did.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Not and-, and the thing
0: that. is, I don't think James Gunn usually does it bad per se. Like at least with the Guardians, or because it's like less um vulgar and you know intense with what it could do because it's i th- i think PG-13 movies have a better job at doing comedy because they don't have too much open room and so a lot of the comedy is meant to match like the scene or the moment. So even if it's not like a mature joke or the best joke, it's a joke that matches the moment. So it's more appealing. This has like a lot of moments where it's just like, hey, it's it's just grown men just being aggressively like abusive towards a moment laugh i guess yeah it was I, very it was really much
2: like moment. that alpha humor yeah and click for me
0: and it did not land in most moments to be honest there there were moments in the series i did actually laugh but they were closer to the towards the end with when the characters kind of settled in and this comes to my second complaint i don't really care about most of the characters at the end of the day i don't think they're written to and they're they're mm. written to, to feel like they matter but this is not like guardians where you grow to like understand the familial bond this familial bond familial bond is I, I don't think it's developed well enough even in a series format where you have more time i don't think it's the best of what it could be i yeah. like the characters in pieces to like different extents like the relationship between a uh, peacemaker and uh well her name's revealed to be amelia what's it called heart hardcore is her uh, that's what they call her for most of the series. i don't i don't care for it it's just a dude liking a chick like standard it's the same thing with t- between Peter Quill and Peter Quill and Gamora, but I, I like it more in those movies, and it's not as like emphasized as because of how uh, Alpha male Peacemaker is treated as like his interactions are just like more gaudy and like too stoic for a lot of scenes, and there's not much humility for his character to like feel for him. Now, that's not to say anything wrong with Peacemaker. It's just for the interactions. I do like John Cena in the role. He's probably like one of the better aspects of the series. I do like how you mentioned the lesbian couple with Adebayo. She's probably one of my other favorite characters. Vigilante is hit or miss with me. Sometimes he's like entertaining and he eases tension for moments. Sometimes he's like the most annoying thing on my screen and I don't want him there. So, I mean, the the guy who played Judo Master was just like, I don't. I I didn't care for him. He existed, but um,
2: I think I think the other quote unquote superheroes contributed in me disliking the genre or dropping it.
3: Because mm-hmm.
2: I wouldn't say I hated it. I just wouldn't say I wanted.
0: Or I wouldn't say it filled. You you didn't have the drive. It lacked it, the power. You weren't hungry.
2: Yeah, I couldn't devour the show because it fucking um, dude, I'm so baked. I can't get. I can't think of the word. I was able to seamlessly <laughs> fucking pick up the rock song, but like I can't. Get this I, oh, and the fact it. that
0: you did pick it up. Was so funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, literally.
0: I'm like, this guy's half out of it. Is it-?
2: Vigilante bugged me. Judo Master bugged me. Mm-hmm. Peacemaker. I liked because it was John Cena, I guess.
0: I I liked him in the role. I He like, impressed me, you know?
2: Yeah, but I don't know. That's my... T- so, sorry. I, but but I, mean,
0: I, I get what you're saying, especially when they start getting... I bought some like, fire, so... They, they get bits and pieces of focus to, like, ease off of some of the moments, you know? To, so like, spread character focus... Expand the world. the problem is they're I think the main issue of the series is a lot of the characters aren't compelling on their own. They need peacemaker or like a stronger presence to feel more relevant and that's why Autobio is like one of my favorite characters is because she can carry her scenes and John Cena carries his scenes as peacemaker.
2: yeah, the blonde but not
0: many other like and, and I, I think that's Jennifer Holland. I think that's james Gunn's, uh I don't know if it's wife or girlfriend or whatever. I'm pretty sure that's her. Well, she's she... okay. She's one of the better end. But, like, if she if she's not in the scene with one of those two, it's not carrying it or anything. It's just happening, you know?
2: I thought... That's her name's Otabaya. That's right. I thought her and Peacemaker, like you were saying, could carry their
0: their shit. Especially their relationship. You didn't make it to the end, but they have a good, like, friendship in the series.
2: I liked her just like reactions to him early on, mm-hmm. but yeah, dude, everyone else just felt like insert standard action mm-hmm. person here. You got the dude on the laptop. it's like, can you do this? I'm in they in, they, like, they build
0: an emotional moment for him towards the end. The problem no, no, no. is i'm
2: I'm yeah, I'm just saying like.
0: No, no, She's I get what you're saying. Like he's Snames very, very stereotypical for, yeah. for his role. But the problem is he, he he still feels like that towards the end. They give him an emotional moment, but like it's it's not at the best of times.
2: Dude, and then it's you in got, the climax. You got the, the badass chick. hmm. Doesn't take no shit, chick. hmm. It's like I don't know. I've seen that a million times.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's not like she does bad. It's not like she like disservices the the role <laughs> she's filling herself in. But she's not,
2: you know like, what, changing the game. You know what movie? Perfect example of like a, a fresh take on that trope. Dodgeball, the Vince Vaughn movie.
0: <laughs> Dodgeball, amazing. Vince movie. Vaughn is a class. You know the blonde like, chick so rare in- that
2: joins their team. Uh huh. The the hot badass blonde who don't take no shit. Mm-hmm. she's a bisexual unicorn loving fucking closet dodgeball badass I'm like bro that's interesting that's different it's not just the fucking I came here to drink and fucking mm-hmm. everyone's hitting on me and I gotta put them in their place I was like
3: mm-hmm.
2: that scene sent because I'm watching the show called Yellow Jackets too, and that show's cringier than Yellow Whew, It's so cringy. It is so. <laughs> so, dude, I'm on like, I'm really on dude. edge for yeah, that yeah, type yeah. Of shit. So, when I was watching that scene, I was just like, bro. <sighs> bad. Yeah. It was a dumb scene, bad scene, stupid scene, and I hated it. All right, all right. But. Oh. <laughs> you, you're the one. Sorry, I was fucking... Oh, gosh. I thought I heard the jingle. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that scene, the mm-hmm. redeeming part of that was Peacemaker being just like, I've been in prison for four years. I'm just trying to fuck. Yeah. Like, that at least on some level was kind of funny, because it was like, that's probably true.
0: I mean, yeah. yeah and fair. I
2: respect the social awkwardness of just coming out to say it, because he basically has asperger's i feel like
0: it feels bro he's got mental issues i mean they go deeper into it but he's got mental issues man
2: yeah That's for sure i mean i think it's dope he talks to an eagle but dude
0: eagly oh og bro so e- eagly's a good respect. character
2: john cena's a good character mm-hmm. obadiah's a good character her girlfriend is it a wife or girlfriend i don't know they got a dog I think
3: it's wife i'm pretty sure they're married
2: they're both good characters Blonde chick, man uh, the fucking their their leader, who's a Fed, sucks. Computer nerd. Basic sucks. He's like, mm-hmm. the computer nerd thing was done to perfection in the National Treasure
0: series. It's it, the thing is, it's not like it's bad. It's just, it's, not, it's okay. It's played out. I mean, will will they ever move away from a fat large guy? You know white on a computer
2: um it's like no and unless it's stein's gate i don't really want it
0: (laughs) so like all right all right okay so i know justin will interject eventually but um going into the spoiler area of what you didn't get to um there's the storyline where you find out that uh merv was a butterfly
2: who's merv yeah
0: he he gets killed.
2: They're fed leader?
0: Yeah, yeah. He was a butterfly the whole time. It's a big reveal and all. Um, the the butterfly that was in this the 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 senator eventually like Peacemaker captures it and like keeps it in a jar and he has like a tight relationship with him I guess over time. But it it, it gets freed because the 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 police force and the feds come at him and then like he, he loses them. And it takes over this the the Asian chick. I, I'm pretty sure she yeah, she shows up in the second episode, I think. It takes uh, over her and then and they capture the police force and the, so all the butterflies are like police force, and then they're like you find out about this cow, the space cow that feeds their people, and so they're trying to keep the cow alive because that's hey, how the butterflies live.
1: But one thing that the butterflies did do what? is make sure that racism
0: was not a part of anything, all right. we'll, we'll get there, okay? <laughs> so, um, uh, other than the cow, because the cow like it was in danger, they were going to teleport it somewhere else, so that it's it just like just a run.
2: hive mind, basically.
0: No, yeah, it's not. like, but they do act, like they, they all have individuality, but they they believe in their greater purpose, so in that extent, yes, they they very much do act like a hive mind, truly, but technically, they're not, but um. So, so going going through it, like um, the thing with Merv is Merv doesn't win me over as a character. I don't know if he's won you over as a character, Justin.
1: Like, Merv. Yeah. I mean, he was all right.
0: Like they 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 try to see James Gunn tries to do a lot of subtle things in this series where it's like, all right, I'll subtly like push this character and s- explicitly say like the emotional moments that exist for them. The problem is, I don't think they're strong enough for like ninety percent of the characters to actually feel like they matter
1: i felt like, more effect on the on the two cops than merv dying
0: <laughs> and even like it's, it's not even like uh, it's not even a high scale like when it comes towards the end of the series i don't feel the stakes existing there's political stakes sure but like i didn't feel character stakes so that's like one aspect of the series i was kind of disappointed in is like i i kind of figured it was not going to be as uh tragic as it was building itself up to be and it wasn't so so there's there's the murph thing he he dies his and then his butterfly gets captured and killed. Um, and that's the
1: thing about it too, because like you can't really have a connect with a character who like obviously he was taken over, but there's no real connection when you know he was like the shittiest person ever.
0: Yeah and they don't even explore who he was before and they don't really emphasize what it changes about his current host so like and and they have this whole plot with the butterflies butterflies take their hosts and they know their memories right and it kind of blends with them but it doesn't they don't emphasize that and you don't feel it throughout the series because it's kind of brushed over after it's mentioned so it's kind of like dead weight to even mention it to like make it seem like it matters it doesn't do anything for the series in my opinion so i mean it's not like it, it affects much um Then you have the thing. Judo Master gets captured, right? He's not really a a card in the series, other than the fact that, like, he seemingly gets killed, but not.
1: Yeah, his his arc should not have gone. Judo Master does not
0: have an arc in the series. Well, let me just emphasize that he he has moments that exist in the series, but I I won't call it an arc because it develops nowhere.
1: And that's the thing about it. I feel like they didn't have anything to do. Like they shouldn't have done anything with him after. Um, uh, Die Beard, <laughs> fucking. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: his fight with him, him getting beat up.
1: Hit him with the um. Hit him with the truck. Yeah. Like after that, it could have just like been done with it. his I, character. I, I don't even mean.
0: think he needed to be in the series if that series if that's what was going to happen. To be honest,
1: you know, I, I feel like they're I set feel up like for season his, two. Um, there I is feel like season. his his character was for the audience because you remember that moment where he was about to say something about the butterflies and then um... yeah, I, I,
0: he he existed to be a wild card to like keep the audience on their toes. I just I don't think he was played the role the best of being that because if you're going to do all these fake outs eventually you're gonna have to do something that makes it feel like it's worthwhile before the end because then it's just annoying when it comes mm-hmm. to writing you can't do the same fake out or a stylized fake out time and time again and not do anything without you know weight to it or else you no one's need gonna that care.
2: payoff son you,
0: you, it doesn't have to be a good payoff you just have to make the audience think there is yeah. a payoff you it know to be
2: a payoff
0: <laughs> yeah or else it's just stale writing um another character, Vigilante. Vigilante doesn't really have a story other than like...
2: I hated Vigilante. Being
0: closely tied to Peacemaker and interfering with Peacemaker's life. So what he does causes problems, but helps, I guess. But like, he... It's a character that people can like. I'll say that. Um, The problem is, in, in the grand scheme of writing a character he doesn't carry himself like the, the only the only purpose to have him is around peacemaker or involved in peacemaker story maybe season 2 can give him some fresh air like
1: i feel like with the amount of episodes which was a good amount of episodes like nobody the likes amount. the 23 to 24 the, season the, episodes anymore
0: the but, story was properly carried out over the episodes yeah, yeah. It's just the characters involved were not developed to match the story.
1: And I feel like um, they wanted to, obviously, because it was called Peacemaker, they wanted to focus on the main character and the main antagonist, mostly. And also, um, I I always forget her name because she's tied with Amanda Waller. And, Mm -hmm. like, obviously... The show was mostly carried behind uh, the person who acted the most in it, which was John Cena.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I give him credit. He did his role well, and that he's, like, one of the highlights.
1: Yeah, and, like, with that, I don't think it was, like, the background, the, like, the supporting characters didn't really have, like, a story to be told. For you to get invested in it,
0: like the best they gave was to Autobio because she has the thing with her mother, and mm-hmm. with her wife. I think they could have done more with the wife, to be honest. Like I again, when I said I didn't feel the stakes were there for certain aspects, I didn't feel them in season one. Maybe they exist in season two, but uh, I, you know, I just like when you feel a character safe, it's it's if you have the good intuition, you they're usually safe.
1: Yeah, like you like the only person I felt was actually gonna die was Mert because he didn't really feel it, like a it, he felt like the was.
0: most likely and and when it happened i was still like slightly shocked because i was like i i wasn't sure if they were gonna go for it but you know always got to kill the black eye first right
1: <laughs> yeah because um because like in the suicide squad, sure like you you
0: how got, else like, am i
2: gonna make it to the end
0: <laughs> gotta get yeah. carried by the others
1: <laughs> yes
0: I'm like, over the grave of your fellows
2: i'm tripping all the black people i was like hey go check out that scary hallway bro i'll stand here and wait
0: Cause that would totally what? work in a real ass <laughs> so bro i was
2: watching a scary movie the other day and there's a part like so high school, funny high school per- or college student gets killed whatever all the news reporters are there and then there's this dude it's like a the black uh news channel mm-hmm. he's yeah. like White bitch got killed, so we're getting the fuck out of town. <laughs> yeah, yep, So good. I'm like, dude, that is so fucking. <laughs> it's like, yeah. White people are like, we should move into this haunted house.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, Justin, continue what you're gonna say about uh the stakes and the weights.
1: Like, right, um, like you had somebody, uh, like the like you can tell the difference uh, between the movie because it had more time to, uh, like, uh. Play on the characters, like the death of uh, what's his name. Um,
0: I, I like how you say more time. Like in all realism, it's less. It's, it's less.
1: because no, think movie. about it. You had time to give um, characteristics to how many members of the Suicide Squad, especially new ones, and yes, still being able uh, to uh, televised,
0: a moment. Televised format is you have more time, like yeah it's nine times out of ten you always have more time in a in a tv show than a movie
2: that actually seems like an indictment of the show
0: like a a movie movies are impressive when you can tell a story like the, the thing is with movies you can have a lot of bad movies like people usually choose to watch what they like but when you watch a lot of movies you know how like an hour and a half feels to your to your like core being, you can feel it in your skin. You know when you feel like a movie's too long,
1: but it won't Television have the show. same connect as as like a movie because on TV wise, yeah, you have more time, but you also you're also splitting up different episodes and like you're coming up with like different parts, and some of them may not correlate with the previous episode, so you have a harder time connecting with it. But with a movie you have a whole time just writing out this script. I'll, I'll,
0: I'll give you that aspect because television shows are split up and they carry over segment by segment by segment and you match up like an ABC of an episode into the next ABC of the next episode or a movie. It's just like the A, B, and C. It's act one, two, and three. So there's that advantage. The thing is, because a television show has more time, if you do it right, splitting up the A, B, and C should all be like, Equally investing, it's never going to be obviously like you have to be a darn good writer to like make A, B, and C feel just as good every episode. Or
2: you're on Netflix and people watch twelve episodes in a
0: sitting. In a sitting, yeah. Unless someone's binging it, right? It's not gonna have the same feeling. But I, the problem is, I be, because in my opinion, television shows because they have more time, they should be more appealing than almost any movie in existing. That's always been my opinion. The problem is it is so far from true. movie writers are so skilled at what they do most of the time if you're like good at putting the director with the writers to like get that feeling out. it's somewhat disserviceable that when you get what you get from the suicide squad doesn't perfectly translate into how the characters are written in the TV show by the same director you know.
1: Yeah, but like, uh, what's it called? Cause um, like, what I was trying to say with the connect of it was, like, you saw uh, what's what's his name? Freaking up. polka dot man. There we go. Okay. Like,
2: oh, he was able.
1: a good movie. Yeah, he was able to uh, like, get a, like make a connection and stuff like that, and like finally like find himself, and yeah. Mm-hmm. The death was there, but at least you still had the connection with the character. Like you still saw, like what, what he brought to the table. Other than Mern being there to, basically, oh, yeah, uh, our world was dying. Uh, people wanted to take over. I was mm-hmm. like, nah, that's not cool. And so here I am. I, that was basically it. Yeah, like you, you didn't like. What could have been good was, hey, let's uh, make a like. While he's telling the story, you have like a kind of like a visual explaining, like like actually showing a visual of like um, what I, he had gone through a little bit, not too much. I, I, that I, I don't, I don't think much. a visual
0: needed. I I think a, a lot of acting comes down to like expression, the the scenery around you the emotion behind your character. I think the it's score. slightly a detriment. Yeah, score score can make a difference too. Like so many subtleties to like who you choose as an actor can make any scene from the same character feel different. Right. I don't think the actor made Myrn compelling at all. It could have been the writing, could have been the actor, but he just wasn't compelling.
1: Yeah, Myrn Myrn, I don't
0: freaking know his name. Like I I, I don't think there needed to be visuals. But there also wasn't an emphasis on that part of the story either until the very end. So like...
2: That's also I, usually a no so, 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 from, from From, 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 to an extent, from a slight like extent.
0: It's, it is slightly the plot and how it's divided that did mess up certain pieces of the story
1: you are right on it because in the end you had more of a like what's it called a connection um to when um the butterfly that um that peacemaker
0: had yeah uh the what was his name goff was that the name of the book i think yeah
1: when uh he was explaining to him like of like why they need this like you had more of a connection and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and like with the supporting of um the way peacemakers emotions were you can actually like actually feel something from that other than like all these characters hearing a story from a person they barely know who's always secretive and like doesn't really put out too much. And
0: It's a a character that feels like a background character that's treated like he's something special who acts like a background character in the time where you need him to feel special. Yeah, it's one of
2: those things where you're told he's important but you need to like be
0: shown. And he's telling you everything but like it's hard to buy it from how the scene is acted. Yeah, and where that's it's like, like his last moments. It's like
2: you gotta show me, not tell me, motherfucker.
0: And like, especially because, like, even if the guy wasn't that emotionful, um, you're you're in the moment that the character the the butterfly speaking through him. You understand that there is emotion to the story, but it doesn't match the scene. So it's kind of like, okay, I I get what you're saying, but like, I don't feel it from you, right?
1: You know what would have been nice. It's... Like with a with a um what's it nah cause like what I'm thinking about is what if the character of Myrn was kind of like a mirror and he actually got to like with all the killing he did, like he actually got to see what he had done instead of just being a straight robot until a butterfly took over him
0: i i think there was a lot of routes they could have done with this character because like if if you go by the way they made the butterfly sound how like good and like enlightened their viewpoints on how they should adjust society right it's weird for the mern butterfly to be so against them unless like there was a really good reason and they didn't flesh that out. So you you have what he's saying, but you're like, okay, but what does that make your goal differ from? Like, is what you want freedom? Like to an extent, they have an argument for what they believe better freedom is. So why are you against them? Like, what you're saying, sure, could make sense, but like, why why does it? What is what is your purpose of opposing them? Why 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 does anyone care about that if it doesn't feel natural?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. um, I mean we basically got through most of the part. What what do you think about uh what's her name? Is it
0: Aubambe or Autobio? Gosh. Yeah, there we go.
3: Aubambe.
0: <laughs> hey, like I, I was said Obodia, every everything but
1: um what do you think about her um uh, like showing the little like waller side of manipulation and stuff like that? How she manipulated I I I like G&G. her story
0: for for one uh, knowing knowing how she's related to Waller just it, it's a big like okay and and then you you see she has reservations about being in this line of work or even behaving like her mother but like it's like one of those blood runs deep and you see how she like as much as she wants to fight it she's like I got to do the job I do I'm doing it for my wife like she has the reasons to do the job you understand it you've seen her relationship and then you see like her conviction when the time comes whether it's to help her mother or to turn against her mother, she can play both sides. And it's like so natural to her being. But you see her conflict with doing it as well. And I think she's just written really well along the manners to fit that character, to be a parallel to her mother in ways. Yeah.
1: Well, other than that...
0: Uh... Uh, my only storyline I need to complain about is the, the Peacemaker father thing. I, <laughs> I, I I don't have an issue with how it acts for his character it, so it I, explains, for me it explains a lot I, I, I like the it. stuff with his backstory right I don't care about the things in the present that just show his father being a stinking KKK member Like, mm-hmm. it, it just seems extra it seems like a waste of screen time because it doesn't make me hate him anymore you show it one time I'd I'd be like alright the guy's trash whatever you keep showing it, it's not making me feel any different, like, just between how a peacemaker acts towards his father, you know that there's, like, some I, I think it's an excess of showing I, I don't think there needs to be as much emphasis on them as what kept being given, I, I think it was just too much I, I feel just like um, th- this, this
1: fleshes out the um, the quote that he had in the Suicide Squad where he was like, like I'll kill, like, women and children for peace and stuff like that
0: he says in the show too
1: Mm -hmm. and the like his backstory kind of opens that up like and he says it in the show it's like it's like hey um people shouldn't be dying for nothing
0: yeah yeah like i said it's it's mainly the present day stuff the the things in the past i like how it gets fleshed out but that's all the way towards the end of the show as well which kind of bugs me I, i don't like that i don't know why you wouldn't do it earlier to like build emphasis on that. If you were gonna bother doing it, do it earlier and then maybe I would have cared about the relationship between his father and him more. Oh! Oh! Okay, Troy.
2: Shiny Alpha Chimchar
0: bro. Oh I found I found an alpha one the other day, but uh you're you're spazzing out right now. Um take a breather. Take a break. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I dying out here. Bro. Flipping out on camera okay so um yeah up. i i don't know if you agree with this i think they should have shown it earlier though because i i feel like it's weird to push it so far back in the series
1: yeah because it could have been like no matter how many episodes a show has if you show a certain thing that defi- defines the character like no matter what like even if it was like 24 episodes and they decide to show it at the end, it's like, it's still going to have the same effect of, Oh, you should have shown this earlier
0: too. Yeah. I think, I think there would have been more impact. And if anything, you could have hooked people into Peacemaker if they didn't care for him as much.
2: Got him.
0: Good job. Good job. Got him. He's, uh, he's, he's doing great. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I, to be fair, I'd like, otherwise like i I do like how his character grows because of it but um like just his father as an antagonist wasn't like standout or anything it's it's really just the peacemaker end of it that like makes it feel worthwhile yeah and then the only other plot point is the butterfly thing which comes up to a big fight in the fields where it's just them and they try to call for help but no help's coming so they go out there and it's a bunch of like Non-powered people against like a ton of alien butterflies with hosts with like guns and crap too. Which and I'm super like, really, bro, really, you, you, and you, know, you know, normies out here like regular people. <laughs> I I cannot suspend disbelief enough to for the amount of butterflies there were for yeah. like five people to take them all on. I I just couldn't.
1: Yeah, and they they straight up Even just the helmet, them, taking out so out.
0: many of them. It wasn't enough. There was still like a hundred people, and I'm like, yeah.
1: mm, literally mm, yeah. erased the whole town
0: <laughs> out and, of existence. And, and, and you had you had a computer hacker guy in there too, and he broke his leg going over the fence. I, I was and like, that really? was, was so unnecessary. Like,
3: it was.
0: I, I and, couldn't even laugh. It was just it was too out there. I I, I was like, it, you're too random of a moment at this time. It especially if he's gonna go and make it all the way there. He's, like, bleeding out. Bro, pass out. Like, what are you doing? Hey, he had his moment
1: with the, like, the beard dye, like, thing. Look at it! Yeah, and and like
0: I said, a moment like that, like, it it, it was, like, an okay moment. Like, it could have have done more with his character, but he felt basic for too long of the series for that to be like, here it is. But, like, all of this comes to, like, bouncing off of Peacemaker. Like, their reactions and their emotions bouncing off of him are what make it feel, like, any bit worthwhile for most of them. Like, hardcourt uh, hard telling him her, her name's Amelia and things like that. It's like, yeah, because he's there, and he's the type of guy he is, why if people open up to him, it kind of feels like it means something, right? hmm So, yeah, and then the, and they get to the cow, and then you have that moment, and uh, not to... Not to say anything against the actor or anything. I don't think they did a bad job per se, but like the Asian chick who Goff took over, she Mm -hmm. was bland. I don't know if it's all hosts, man. I I like the sheriff, the sheriff that was helping Mm Myrn, who kind of betrayed him. He kind of had this quirky behavior towards him to where he interested me. But all the other hosts, bro, I did not care about them. They felt so bland. Like their line delivery, I was like, are you trying to win me over? Or are you just like you're trying to sound like the most alien controlled? Like, do you do you have to? Is is it for is is, is it just because you feel like that's how like someone mind controlled would act?
1: Yeah, because like, the butterflies
0: without a host feel like they have more emotion. Which Ooh, um,
1: what what I felt like um like happened was they decided to like only have one butterfly, which was Goth. Like when he takes over a host to actually like show a little bit more emotion, mm-hmm. than than the side uh the side ones. So you're telling me this whole race that's been around for so long and has technology to travel to other planets like don't have emotions, like can't like talk to another person that's next to them who's also a butterfly and have a conversation.
0: See, the problem is, I feel like the butterflies without a host express more yeah as weird as it sounds but like i feel like you could see the emotion coming from them when they were getting killed off and crap or getting crap i'm like really i i I was i was baffled by the fact that i was like that's how it felt legit i thought the butterflies without hosts had more emotion than when the actors were playing the butterfly i was i was amazed
1: yeah and then um it shows the whole thing of like showing oh They are butterflies. Like at the senator's house, like the moment they're out of human like interactions, that's when they turn robotic. It's Mm -hmm. like it it shouldn't be that way. It should be like, like the only thing that's distinct on showing them, like the two distinct things that show them that they are butterflies, is they turn robotic and then their long ass tongue.
0: Tongue, yeah, they're sticking giant tongue.
1: Like they should have just picked the tongue to be the only thing that showed them actually being like
0: butterflies I I partially get why it's like oh you're taking over this host with its own feelings and memories so there's a disconnect but at the same time like they all feel like they're trying to play the same butterfly they're like I don't know yeah they should
1: have could
0: could have been better could have been more feeling towards them if if they let out more emotions or something
1: Mm -hmm. they feel like a robot from the future Mm
0: mm-hmm now, um, the the last thing is uh, when, when he does go to, like, they, they wipe out all the butterflies. Goff is the only one that lives. spoilers. And it's because Goff is like, hey, uh, will you help us, Peacemaker? And he makes a decision to not help him because they, they are, they're like, we came to this planet because it's getting destroyed and so we want to help it. So we're going to mind control everyone, right? Or, like, mm-hmm. take them over so we can end racism and all the petty problems you guys have. And Peacemaker's like, you know, I, I don't know why I did it, but I, I didn't help him maybe because he wanted to see what happened, maybe to support freedom. It's kind of very ambiguous because you don't know what Peacemaker's mindset is in this moment. Converging from what he grew up to be, where you would assume like, hell no, he wouldn't help them. But now it's like, why did why did he choose to defect from them? Is Is there a greater reason? Or was it like something like, he doesn't think humanity should live that way. Or maybe it's- he thinks like, the butterflies shouldn't concern themselves with that. And that it should just be like, you move on.
1: Was the end all of his character of always finishing the mission?
0: hmm Like he 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 leaves it unfinished.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I I think that's interesting that they go down that route, and I do like seeing his uh expressions towards. It. And then there's also the part where he kills his father, and he still sees his father in his head. It's like he's a lingering nightmare. I do yeah. like that aspect.
1: Yeah, and and which they perfectly like kind Isn't of turn took...
2: to his character.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: the whole the whole helmet thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: And that's, like, with season two uh, coming, like, up in the future,
3: mm-hmm. I
1: hope they lean more towards it, like, um, where he's haunt, like, it it looked like um, he finally got a happy ending, until his, like, you pan out, and his father's just sitting there next to him, smiling. I, I like
0: that scene. He, he puts out the last of the honey for golf, and his father's just there, and I'm like, it, my guy's messed up, bro. He is screwed in the head. Mm-hmm. Like they emphasize it, but like he is massively screwed. Yeah. So the, the last spoiler before we act this up is the Justice League. Minus well, apparently two cut cameos of Batman and Cyborg. But you did get Aquaman, Flash, and then body doubles for Superman and Wonder Woman mm-hmm. where they they kinda treat Aquaman as a joke again for no reason. The
1: um the there's a um like a body double for Batman uh who said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw I saw
0: the, the post where he said uh, they cut him and uh, Cyborg out.
1: Yeah. So. And um they cut Cyborg out. Yeah.
0: I stand for Ray Fisher. Of course, man. <laughs> Feels so bad for him, man. Like WB is shafting so hard against. They're going
2: them. out of their way to dick that dude. Like I,
0: I don't know what WB has in there. Like, I, I laugh. We talked about Warner Bros. and maybe they have things figured out and stuff. But like when, when they announced the Wonder Twins movie, I'm like, they're not bad characters. But who, who the hell cares about the Wonder Twins? Like you, th- these are not characters you just randomly put out there. Unless you're bringing out like all the marbles, and you're like playing to bring out like your best movie out for them. No. One's- If
1: if they bring out a good enough director to to like make these characters in
0: in the pandemic era era, unless you're putting this on HBO Max, and you have a darn good director and darn good actors. There is no appeal to the movie. Like It's, it's going
2: it's, it's to come down to it.
0: It's too c of a
2: movie to no. just have that appeal yeah. of drama.
1: Because bef- before the Suicide Squad, who was a big fan of freaking Polka Dot Man?
2: <laughs> In all well, Dude, that's... Hold whole who? that's the thing.
0: Cause... It's, it's funny, someone like Polka Dot Man, because he's a Batman rogues gallery, has more appeal than characters like... Well, bro, hold up. Hold up.
2: <laughs> Go after it. MC... Who gave a fuck about half the MCU characters before? Oh yeah,
0: I, I, Iron Man was still technically like a B-list character before. Uh, yeah, he skyrocketed out there. RDJ. Yeah. If we yeah. plus it was a good movie. Let, let's get that it, out of yeah. the way too. Let's get out that you know.
2: So here's, I don't have a fan cast because I'm actually of the belief that this movie's too stupid to deserve to be made, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate.
0: No, it's fine. I I love to play Devil's Advocate, yeah. but like Warner Bros, I, I I don't have like any trust towards if them.
2: They're they're good at casting. That's everyone. Like most of their casting is really good.
0: I agree. Ezra Miller is uh, top tier, and uh, Amber Heard most quality act, quality act. <laughs> and
2: she she looks, acts, and portrays Mira in a really good way. Off screen. She's a sucky bis and a wretched, vile human being. <laughs> she's a good mirror. <laughs> if you want to like argue that, that's like it.
0: I will. I've never finished Aquaman.
2: Like, I think I'd win that argument. She looks just like fucking Mirror. If you think, I
0: mean, I, okay, if you're going off looks, they can make a lot of people look like Mirror. I, I mean, I, I'm just saying to, we don't have to go that aspect. But you can say saying. she acts are okay or well. And she's got
2: good chemistry with Jason Momoa. Like all the shit, all the shit, blah 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 um
0: there, there's a lot of that yeah
2: but fucking most of their casting's good they could knock the thing out of the park
0: yeah and, I, I do like how they cast henry cavill and then they like said we're not going to use you anymore that was nice
2: their management is an entirely <laughs> different <laughs> <laughs> he loves, he's a great fucking clark camp
0: bro people love him so much in the witcher and i'm like bro y'all y'all drop in the bag like i promise you just because there's been talks between Marvel. Marvel Marvel's him gonna grab this sucker up. He's a massive
2: he, nerd, bro. He would he's be such stoked a nerd. to be on anything. You give him the right shit. They, like I've heard Captain Victor Britain. Von I,
0: I can imagine Captain Britain for him. So you no, Can we get him for
2: Victor Von Doom?
0: I don't think he's doing Doom. He Not probably Doom. doesn't
2: have the range to do
3: Doom.
0: I think he could have the... I feel like it's outside of his normal range. I, I feel like it's like just out of reach. Like, I want Doom to be, like, someone who feels smart and menacing. Cavill just has an imposing presence. I think it's too imposing for Doom. Doom gets you because he's an unexpected, like, menace.
2: But he's Cavill, also...
0: If you do him as a villain, he just looks like a freaking menace.
2: Yeah, but Henry Cavill makes the little girl inside of me stir.
0: <laughs> a lot of people have a little girls inside of them. But like
2: you put him like you put a little scar right here, and then just have him in the bathroom, like. They
0: <laughs> the people like him in bathtub scenes, you know. They they really do like, especially when he wears like these nice work boots that are full of dirt. And. Mm-hmm. He just jumps yeah, in with bro. Someone, yeah.
2: What was I saying? Good casting. Good I got casting, distracted yeah. by Henry Cavill. He is so handsome. <laughs> If they get a good director/slash directors,
0: mm-hmm.
2: like what if they get the Wachowski sisters?
0: No, um, people are hit and miss with them, so I <laughs> no. I, I, don't know, I don't know how your bag's gonna work for that forever. Hell,
2: hell no, you get twins who made the Matrix. People want to be like, Oh, this new Matrix, whatever. I mean, she has, I mean, yeah, people fall mean,
0: off on the other trilogies too, so mean like, stole? It's, you mean again. Stole it's, the it's, matrix? It's not,
2: Stole the Matrix? Matrix. You mean had to fucking make this new Matrix so heavy-handed with its metaphors that fucking all the cavemen could actually understand that Matrix is about transsexuality as well as transhumanism? And it's not just about computer guy doing karate?
1: No, they literally stole the Matrix. The Matrix was written by somebody else and they stole it from that person which also court did you know that uh the matrix and uh the terminator were world, one world
2: bro i'm not i don't i'm talking about directory yeah so if if you can go okay off well an of... avatar is fucking pocahontas and pocahontas's dances Dance with the
0: wolves, wolves. yeah <laughs> oh, bro, like you if play you play that game all day mm-hmm.
1: If you can go off of, like, oh, they made the Matrix and stuff like that. But, yeah, that wasn't their story. But when they had to go in and, like, make a new story in part of that universe, they couldn't go through, like, they couldn't really
2: perform well with it. Well, bro, it's the same as, like, D&D from Game of Thrones. Like, you know, first five seasons of that show, top tier when they are left to their own devices heavily fell off
0: but no yep. one blames george rr R. martin for being lazy
2: let's see mm-hmm. um <laughs> but if you're given big fat massive if because it's the wonder twins we're talking about mm-hmm. if someone gives them just like here's a banging wonder Twins script Wachowski twins Like they are like they are visionary directors. Like, The Matrix in two thousand blew people's fucking faces apart because it was just like, what?
3: Mm
2: -hmm. And this was just a hypothetical because they're twins. So I was like, that'd be fun. Um, but yeah, you know, like, you know, I'm not. Only in certain situations am I a fan of writer director especially on like a property like this mm-hmm. i like the way john watts has done it with superman or spider-man spider-man where he has john watts and that other dude who's like the writer mm-hmm. so like you have this director who has a vision and he can try and work with like an actual writer who's tempering the director's fucking craziness with like yeah. actual like, so the director might be like, "We need a fucking crazy fight," and the dude will be like, "Well, what's driving the fight?" You know, if you just mm-hmm. have like when you have just the writer director thing, and yeah, you get the new Matrix, you get Justice League, you get
3: Middle Justice League,
2: Batman versus Superman, did you did know, you where that it's that just like exactly. If- if there was a real writer and having a conversation, with Z- they'd be like,
3: <laughs> "That's stupid."
2: Like, you sure you want to have a 78 minute final climax fight that's predicated on, or like that ends with these two? That ends if, with serendipity. If if you if
1: you can pick uh, the Wachowski sisters uh, to direct, I would like to also interject and say Jared Leto should play the girl in the Wonder Twins. <laughs> Dude, and the
2: thing is, he would probably crush it. He'd probably kill it.
0: I'm not, I'm not even gonna discredit him. He probably do he would good. Fucking
2: murder that shit, dude.
0: Oh gosh.
2: Do not even get twins.
0: Just, <laughs> just, just Jared Leto friend? and Jared Leto. No, 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 no. We're, we're missing. Get... We're missing this. Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger.
2: Exactly. I was gonna say, get people who don't even look alike and aren't even close to the same age. Yeah. Jared Leto's the girl, and then you have like. Just, like, an adult Samuel L. is the boy.
0: <laughs> it, so it's fan like, it, it's, uh, it's stick It's a brother and sister combo.
2: But do you never acknowledge the fact that they're not biological twins?
0: It, they they just, they say it all the time. It's like, yeah, we have the same parents, and it's, like, yeah, two they, white people or something.
2: <laughs> they talk about their one mom. Samuel L. Jackson's like, Well, you were only born two minutes before me, motherfucker. <laughs>
3: this is so stupid
2: okay jared leto with his naturally long hair he's just like
0: but yeah we we were talking about what dc cast okay. i don't even know how we got on the subject of the wonder twins bro
2: dc casting
0: that was after the fact i gosh
2: also a really controversial opinion but I think I would, Amber Heard's, like, I still would. She would, too. I know. That's part (laughs) of the reason I would.
0: I mean, I get the appeal for crazy chicks. Don't get me wrong.
2: Just one time, you know, just one,
0: where she's Uh, just like, not not at it. Not at home, just in a public place where you, where no, people can you, watch you and keep you safe.
2: Imagine doing your thing. You know, you just you're just doing your thing, and then all of a sudden she.
0: just... I can't imagine.
2: She's <laughs> gonna shit on you. You know that, right? As long as she sits on it, it gives me my money's worth. <laughs> I'm yep. Not afraid of Cleveland, A <laughs> right. mustard city.
0: All right. All right. So um, I, I I don't even know how we got here. Yeah, Peacemaker Season 2. I mean, what's the, okay. What's the rating on yours? Uh, mm, mm, it's between like a 6 out of 10 or a 7 out of 10. It's in that range. The problem is I didn't really have a it's, – it's not like pure average. That's why I'm not going to say 5 out of 10. It, I think it's probably a six. I just didn't have the emotional connection to, to like win me over in any regard. It's not a bad story. Like the story is probably the strongest part, but it's split up too choppy. And there's too many like pieces I don't care about that take mm-hmm. away from it, but you have the benefits of autobio and like, you know, sinking peacemaker and some of the supporting cast does well off of them in some scenes. So like there's there's pieces there. I would hope that, like, come season two, it improves, and that now that you know them, there's a stronger core to it.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd say, rating it off of <laughs> intro wise, I'll give it a. Uh,
0: oh, the intro is great, bro! Six, six out of
1: eight intros.
2: Yeah, the intro is pretty fire.
0: I now remember how we got there, though. It was talking about the uh, Justice League cameo. <laughs> So yeah, that just is the cameo. Good stuff. Um, that's it for the peacemaker talk. Uh let's just jump into a quick winter anime. Is this winter? Yeah, it is winter anime recap. Um right, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll end, end off with A.O.T. because yeah.
1: and that'll give me both take
0: a shower. Uh we won't be that long. I I don't know if you want to do that now. We'll just sit I here see. in silence. I don't know if I want to there there ain't gonna be much. Um, so in terms of series to um I'll just say a few series to not recommend, get those out the way. There's a series called Orient. It's by the author who wrote Magi.
2: Dude. I Okay, I watched two episodes and I was like, this
0: shit's stupid. It is just so bad. It is it is impressively like distasteful. And I I the, the manga could be better. For what it's worth, it could be better, but the pacing is noticeably like abysmal. Like you could like, there's rare times where I will just genuinely feel pacing of a series and be like, "That's bad." This series like will linger on some of the most boring or like dead jokes for way too long. It'll just beat that dead horse, just making sure it's dead. And like the the characters will grow over time. Sure, it it might be it's a shonen. It will be somewhat, hopefully, more likable. The plot is not compelling at the moment. There's, there's just, there's not much going for it.
2: Yeah, it's not I thought everything. I no.
0: And the anime itself, it it just feels like a bad anime. Like minus the source material, like it feel like it is not well produced. So, like you can, especially when you see some scenes where it'll be like. 10 seconds of, like, one moving shot of, like, nothing happening, it's impressive. Like, they, they don't put any effort. That's definitely one not to watch, like, for sure. Unless you want to. I'm not going to take it away. I mean, you could enjoy it, you could enjoy it, you know? But, um, other than that, another series to avoid, if, if you have the option, Platinum N. I I know I've talked about it before, but, like, bro, this is the second half of Death Note right here but worse i don't know how you make a slow uncompelling series about people who who are all suicidal who exist to like become god in this world and all of them suck balls bro like i i can break down all the issues i have with the philosophy of this that can be an episode of itself and if you watch this whole show I would dedicate a whole episode to just breaking down how bad that series is. Platinum I end. It. Platinum end. That could be funny. Have you have you watched that Note? I've never uh, like, checked.
2: Yeah, like you're talking all the
0: post L. The same guy off. who made the same guy who made sinking L. Right. There is no character. Light. Light is not even my favorite character in this show, but I don't even think any character is as good as Light. And Light has like some moments where I don't care about him. But he he's overall compelling, but, like, this is, like, some stinking Mellow character writing, but, like, worse. I hate Mellow. I think he's, like, I think he's one of the reasons why that second half sucks so much.
2: The second half is...
0: It has moments. I, let me let me put this out there. I, I make fun of the second half, but, like, I don't actually hate Nair or anything. I think Nair is somewhat compelling, and he could have been a good successor. I think the fact that Mellow existed took away from him and the fact that light like jumped over the edge so quickly, I didn't feel like the transition felt natural enough. And so I just think the delivery towards the end, like is a train wreck. It, it's, it, it was good for a bit, but it, it wrecked, it wrecked. But this is like leagues worse. When you find out the backstory between like the first core antagonist Metropolyman, man and like what his backstory is and why he's like the nut job he is, bro is so laughably bad. It's impressive. It's something to watch, I'll tell you. Now, for uh, a continuing anime that I've talked about before, that has to be watched. Osama Ranking, God blessed its soul, it's amazing. Ten out of ten show. Um, okay, but let's let's get into the rest of the show. There's there's a few other things I'm watching, and I'll just mention like um, there is uh Yami Shabai that there's another season of that. Troy, sure you already know you got something to watch for uh, October. Mm-hmm. a uh, season out. There's a show by the Danganronpa author, Tribe 9. It's about, like, extreme baseball. It's, like, shown in baseball, but, like... Oh, I might watch that. It's... I, it's The problem is I do like baseball as a sport, so, like, it doesn't... It, like it, it hooks me in that regard. I do like the characters. Like, there's bits and pieces of story that intrigue me, so it's not bad. So it's more on the average end, but, like, it's, it's compelling enough to continue. Um and there there's interesting plot points set up there is uh what's the show called it's done by madhouse the season uh, police in a pod it's a slice of life comedy it's actually not bad if you're into slice of life comedy like it's it's pretty enjoyable there's Tokyo 24 Coup. I've enjoyed this series for the most part i know like ratings wise it's not the highest and like cloverwork has their hit or miss because of production well, schedules especially towards like later half of shows i like the plot of it though and like how it's about like the freedom of choice or the illusion of choice between these friends, and like the loss of one of their uh, one of one of them had a sister, and like her loss impacted all of them because of she was the reason they kind of bonded as friends, and so like her like phantom is back, and they reveal spoilers towards it that you'll find out like what it actually is, but um, it, it's they're presented with obstacles in real time. And it's like, you have this option, you have this option, or you can choose to do something else. But there's consequences regardless of what you choose. And so it's that conflict. And I, I find that like sci-fi plot very interesting. I, I like that type of plot. Especially like, I don't know, I just like mystery shows. And I feel like it does it better than some shows. But because it's also mystery, some people probably don't like it. No. So that's my take on it. Um, There's a show. It is a isekai. But it it's it's so, like, enjoyable. Like, it doesn't even focus on the isekai aspects too much. So it feels so enjoyable and, like, warm. And, like, natural comedy. It's called Leodelle. And it's, like, an MMORPG. This girl had, like, she had some disease. And then, like, she probably died. And now she's, like, isekai in the world. But they don't focus on that aspect. So it doesn't really matter. And she's overpowered. But there's no emphasis on her, like, saving the world or anything it is just, like, the slice-of-life fantasy aspects. And, like, she... I don't know. It's just, like, wholesome and, like, so natural and, like... You know what I mean? The isekai like plot Kuma there. Bear. It's like Kuma it, It's like you watch it and you enjoy the time you have with it because it just feels like you do it well, right? That's all it is. But there is a deeper plot there. But, like, it, it it's enjoyable, you know? I like it. I like it a lot. Um... A really nice slice of life this season is Slow Loop, and it's about just girls fishing, cute girls doing cute things, but it's fishing, and it's just like it's such entertain. It's so so warm slice of life, so cute. I don't know. I have a soft a soft spot for uh the cute girls doing cute things genre because, especially when they have like an emotional core where you're just like, ah oh, yes, these two girls' family, like their family's came together like it's a it's a split split family. And so like, you know, this half, this half came together. Now they're sisters and one of them was a fisher whose father died. And so now she's teaching the other one about fishing. And the other one is like helping her in some aspects of her life. So it's a it's just so enjoyable. So so lighthearted. But then there's moments where it's just unnecessary like here's an emotional moment to make you feel and it's like you're doing a good job at making me care for nothing. Mm -hmm. It's a slice of life and Slice of life is always nothing, but it it feels like something. Um, next show to just mention because why not is uh the Genius Prince raising uh, the nation out of debt. It's a fantasy show about this, you know, because Platinum Man exists. I like making this comparison where this feels like Death Note and Platinum Man doesn't, because this show feels so like thought out and detailed with this prince who's like wants to sell this nation that he's in charge of but he keeps getting caught up into more and more politics to where he's like, all right, well, I got, I, I got to keep going because I'm into it and I got to like protect the nation. So like, I, can, I can get rid of it at some point. Right. But like they focus on the details to like the intricacies of how he works his plans and how he thinks ahead. And like they go step by step and they marry it off of other characters. And it's, it's just so thought out. And like, I didn't think, I didn't want to watch the show at first but I watched the first episode and I was like, this is actually entertaining. So I, I continued it and I was like, this is actually pretty good. Like he's a well-written character. He has good, like the great relationship between him and other characters are like fleshed out. Like he has this like assistant who's a part of a race that's usually enslaved by other races. Right. Or people. I don't know. Like I, you know, they're, they all look like white people. Race is like subjective. They, they have features that are different. Well, like he has such a good bond with her, and it's like so emphasized in the show. And like they do such a good job of character relations with the and the general plot, just thought out, bro. Um, let's see, next up Sabaku Bisco is based off of a, a light novel series that's pretty popular. The
2: show goes hard, the show goes hard,
0: bro. Thank you. I, I like the adventure aspects of it, it has that like nice adventure comedy aspects. The opening is metal as hell too. Jenna, like she did the opening for uh, Faina, she's so good. Yeah, I, uh... I I'm so glad shit. you watched this one. I, 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 I really like it, and like the, the characters, bro, and Pawu, Pawu is so hot.
2: I love the fucking art style too. It's the very
0: so I, it fits the world. You, I don't think you watched Dora Hidoro, but like because of the mushroom vibes and like the more mature feeling it, it gives me like dora hedoro vibes uh, so much uh,
2: have you ever seen nausicaa of the valley of the wind
0: no but i've heard of it
2: that's what this reminds me of, like aesthetically
0: and this is a brand new studio too so it's impressive
2: it is that's like i
0: I, th- I don't think they were like mushoka tensei has a studio that was made studio bind was made for them i think the studio is just happens to be new and this is like one of their first things but they, they do a good job with it. Uh, I'm, I'm impressed, man. Yeah, they're uh, crushing it, in my opinion. Okay, next show to talk about, uh, Ryman's Club. It's about badminton. I, I legit promise you, I was like, I'm not going to watch this sports anime about badminton. I like to check out sports anime's first episodes, though, because there's always a chance that, like, it'll win me over. Because if a sports anime has a good opening, it probably is consistently delivering, right? that's something I like I've learned with watching sports I mean, If it has a good start. It probably finishes. Well, the show looks fantastic. And like the story is actually decent for like, it's, it's about like badminton leagues in like social, like corporations, like these corporations just have badminton leagues are a part of them. So like, it's just a side hustle for like the company to just have their workers play badminton. And, like, it's about, like, this guy who used to be, like, good, but he had an accident and whatnot, and so he's trying to get back into it. But, like, the way the characters are written, it's, like, his character and, like, his reservations as person. They're, they're written to feel so natural to, like, the scenario they're in. And, like, they just mesh it with, like, just the mundaneness or, like, the activeness of, like, what is a corporate lifestyle. And it fits. It, it Like, I, I don't know. A show... it. Shows compel me when they feel more natural to, like, what they're telling me, you know? Like, that can win me over, just, like, because you feel like you fit what you're telling me. And, like, everything around you just feels so natural. It can draw you in.
2: Yeah, like, this could happen.
0: Yeah, it, it, like, it has, like, such realism to it. And it's not, like, depressing Bro, that's or, I'll, like, obstructing. What's that Kokiro Co- uh, Co- 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 Basket? To- Co- oh, uh, gosh. You... The way you say it, uh uh K- 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 Kuroko Is it just Kuroko's basket? Kuroko's basket. I think that's Yeah.
2: I don't know. I could never It was like superheroes were playing basketball, you know. It,
0: it's so shonen-y. Kuroko's basketball. Is that what? It is? No, Kuroko no basket. That's what it, that's the Japanese name. There we go. Tripping yeah, over dude. It. that show never fucking I I liked the show once they ignore all the like side characters like minus the showness. season two and season three i think are better than season one i think season one's just so if fe- because everyone's so shown it feels so out of place with everything when you focus on these regular like people in in this new school and like how mundane they are once you focus on like the past and like what the the t- the Mar- generation of miracles was then it feels like it. Ma- it, it it's more compelling because it's like, all right, we don't care about the side characters now. Now it's the superhero people. who are bouncing off of each other. Now it doesn't feel like suspension of the disbelief is there because it's just these people. But I get what you're saying. Like because it's so shown in me it's a hard draw to like compel.
2: Yeah, like, some high, people like that. high IQ is a little more.
0: It, it feels so natural. Yeah. It's, it's a little stronger. But like the storytelling that's there behind it is also so freaking good that it like wins you over like bro end of season one is so emotional man i remember the first time i watched that and i was like i was i was almost to the point where i was gonna get like tears in my eyes but like it was so good like the lat when they lose and they're just on the court staring hits. but um yeah Ryman's club has like good beats to it you know next up a slice of life show a kebby chan it's about a girl who wants to go to the school because her mother went there and they got to wear these really cute sailor uniforms. If you know what Japanese sailor uniforms are, like Sailor Moon makes it really popular and understandable to what they look like. Yeah, she goes to the school for that reason. But it's about her and just her like making friends. It's not about her making friends, but it's about her interactions with people. And it's such pure slice of life of like different aspects of the people in that school and how like her interactions with them affect their lives. And it's like, the it's so wholesome. I don't know if it's ever made me feel sad because of how wholesome it feels. I don't think it's tried to make me feel sad. It's just, it's just like, bro, it is like, the, it's, it is, there, there's some, like, the first episode ends with this chick cutting her toenails in the classroom and like smelling her clippers. It's like the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> it's such a, it's such an endearing show. It's just so funny. It's got some weird stuff in it just because it's like children in this all-girls school but uh it's i don't know it's like it's it's such a cute show um down to like the last couple shows venitas no carte the book of venitas i talked about season one i said it was really good it is better in this season in my opinion and they have like another waifu in the show this show has such good such hot characters male or female like they just Looks so great. They introduced Astolfo. If you know who Astolfo is, it's, like, the most popular, like, historical trap that people will bring into animes. Like, they have Astolfo and Fate. Classic meme. They got Astolfo in this show, bro. It's Just, just iconic.
2: Still um, a trap?
0: Still a trap. Still a trap. Pink hair and everything, man. It's it's golden. But, like, the, the story builds on what season one had. It's compelling. I like where it's going. But, um, gosh i'll talk about it more in the sinking ranking but like it like i didn't know it was going to continue but like because it is i'd hope there's more it's just i think it's such a well written show and like most shows that are well written usually don't have like multiple seasons right away and so it's so nice that it just does because it just came out like two or three seasons ago so quick um next up one of the most popular shows this season uh Sono Bisque Doll my dress up darling it is it is such a cute romance it
2: it's is the shit bro. It,
0: bro it is it is so freaking good it, it goes they they do such a good job with it dumb they, hard. they animate it excessively well like it doesn't need to be animated that well for me to like it as much as they do cuz the voice acting kills the just the scenes and how they show like the emotions behind these characters and how like the subtle like facial expressions bro it is and just the storyline it's, it's so cute but like the emotional beats too that exist are freaking great dude that's the part
2: that like I f- the voice acting is fucking awesome and the art style is or just the oh, art. Oh the art style in general. Yeah, it's just so nice. It's really good. I like how it's pretty etchy. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, like, it,
0: I, I I I I know the manga's not as etchy, but like it's fine. Like I you know, if fan is fan like I'm not gonna complain about a miracle China, I'm not gonna complain about as it. this. It's it's extra. You don't need it, but like it doesn't take away from the story. At least yeah. for me. Some people it does apparently, but you know.
2: Well they do a good job of not Letting it take over the story. Episode mm-hmm. 2 kind of went off the rails a little bit.
0: I, I mean, it was fine. You, you did it early, and you know, she's hot, so whatever. You know. Yeah. We take, we take those.
2: This most recent one. It's one of those things. I've just accepted it. The mm-hmm. joke where he gets a look at this girl's entire fucking prostate. Mm-hmm. I don't know if girls have prostates, but he got a look at whatever... <laughs> He saw some ovaries at least. I saw,
0: I saw, I saw a lot of body. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's like, oh, that one's the menorah. That one's the majora. And he's like, oh, there that thing is. Everyone yes, says yes. that little bit's bit. hard to find. Continue. Um. That particular joke, the humor, the slip. I fell. I'm naked. And sometimes there will be, they'll be like, a face will fall, or the hand will touch the boobs. Mm-hmm. It's not. I don't think that's funny. I think it's stupid. Whatever. Dude, for,
0: I I almost like, I, I don't think I've ever laughed at anything like that Yeah. like whatever I think,
2: I think it's dumb I get it maybe it's a cultural thing moving past it I like that the cosplayer that she had talked about earlier sought mm-hmm. him out because of her co- I was like look and at she that
0: thought, she thought he was a professional too I was like ah. she ah, thought they ah. were
2: dating and Marines, oh that was, like, that was
0: funny
2: losing her, I was like oh my god so cute yeah her like, cool. interactions
0: are so good especially the the yesterday's episode where they're at her house and it's just like oh gosh oh shit comes out this comes out on saturday
2: i thought it came out on mondays so i got <laughs> home from work on monday every day being like new episode
0: <laughs> new episode brand new it just came out bro i'm oh, gonna yeah. watch
2: that and fucking one it's, piece
0: it's oh gosh uh, just quick tangent about One Piece, just because you're here. You know, We always gotta spit our game about it. It's so weird that I'm enjoying Wano in the anime as, like, I know there's people who complain about it week out and week out because it's, like, the pacing or it's not the same, but I'm like, I like all these small moments that they, like, flesh out, bro. People I just, just like, I just like the focus. Like, I get you want it to be exactly like the manga, but, like, at the same time, does it have to be, for one thing? It's, a, it's an adaptation, technically. People complain
2: so. about the manga, bro.
0: People complain about manga too, so I mean you fair it's point just, there. It's just like it's just it's just some people don't have better to do. Yeah, it's one of those things where and, you just like, and it Ten-try. is right, right it. to complain if you don't think something's good. The problem is some people's standards are whack. Subjective or not, some people have no logic to the crap they say. That's the thing,
2: bro. It's some logical, like
0: like if you can if you can win me over with like some groundbreaking logic, it's I'll give you knee, any complaint. That knee
2: jerk reaction shit.
0: But like like knee jerk reaction like hey this just happened and like this doesn't make any sense. Sometimes things need setup. I don't know what you want, you know, like things like that. Like really?
2: Yeah, I'm like with hindsight, if that moment is still weak, then yeah, if- you can
0: go back and complain about. It. Like I don't care. I I do that with stuff all the time. Where I'll I, if I finish a show, I'll tell you like okay, this moment maybe is better. This moment, yeah, this moment's worse. I liked it then. I don't like it now. I-, I can tell you Demon Slayer because that's what's after Sonobisuke. Because of what the anime does for the Entertainment District, they don't emphasize some of the moments I dislike more in the manga. So I, ca- I- in the anime, I like Entertainment District more than Mugen Train. I think Mugen Train is more mediocre because... The, the moments with Akaza and uh, Rengoku don't feel as impactful in the anime. Uh, and the train fight, most of it, I, I don't have the impact when Tantro has to kill himself 100 ta- times. It doesn't feel as strong in the anime. And I don't think, I, I think I dislike the train demon more in the anime. I don't, I don't think I care about him any bit. And I didn't even care about him much in the first place. And I, yeah, I don't think Akaza, he has his imposing nature, I just think there's the the uh, anime is too drawn out to make Rengoku feel as impactful as he did, and there's also the fact that oh he said my by, like thirty thousand times too much. Oh my. In like one scene, and I'm like, bro, really? I don't know. It's like it doesn't even affect what I think of him, other than the fact that he annoys me more than I wanted to for like one bro, episode.
2: That's a recurring thing for Demon Slayer, in my
0: opinion. Yeah. Is beating a joke to death. I don't think Demon Slayer's humor is the best. Zenitsu's. I'll I'll, I'll point that out. Demon Slayer's Slayer's humor is pretty mediocre.
2: Like I feel like they all, at this point, need to kind of pump the brakes.
0: But to emphasize again, just as my general opinion on Demon Slayer, the characters are the most part, the strongest part of the series for me. And so when it comes to, like, Do- Daki and Gutaro's backstory, oh, bro, I, 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 I enjoy what it is.
2: I think, actually, no, not across. I think their characters are some of the weakest points, with the exception of characters that aren't the main core group, if that makes sense.
0: It, it depends on okay,
2: like I think so, the Hashira.
0: What the Hashira get developed over time, and because I finished, I think the that, yeah, like it. every or... I think all their development, minus a few that are there. I I don't think there's a bad Hashira in the mix other than Shinobu. I do not care about Shinobu as a character. She actually irks me as a character. I've said it before. I feel like I like her sister in her backstory more than I like Shinobu, and her sister is there for like what two chapters of backstory something stupid like that
2: but yeah bro like i feel like the most well-developed interesting characters tanjiro and nezuko obviously i like the brother sister yeah
0: i like the main t- trio of tanjiro zenitsu like zenitsu does as a character grow on me so and, he and pisses me off in and, and uh, he sucks ass Inosuke is like my favorite character in the whole series he sucks ass I really like Inosuke in the manga. He sucks. He's really good, especially considering he is like one of the, the the best character backstories in the later arc. In the later arc, bro. It's in later. the last arc, to be honest. There's a later reason why it's, it's there's a reason why it's shown later, especially the fact that he doesn't actually know his backstory.
2: But bro, here's a here's a counterpoint. Sanji, Whole Cake Island, late in the series. I didn't hate Sanji until I mean whole cake.
0: I like Inosuke from you know the Star I mean? series because he's like an idiot who like makes it by by like just pure nonsense, and it's just a good foil for all the characters who think too hard in a series that is not big brain. So the fact that he is such an <laughs> idiot. That's is like true. a perfect contrast. And like, that's the thing, like, with a character, like, joke characters can either be like the most, gar- like, Zenitsu feels like a joke character. And like, for a large part of the series, I do not like him. Versus like, Inosuke, who like, is like the definition of a joke character, who contrasts a series that's already like, hit or miss in plot. But because he's such a contrast to like the plot and like the general bullheadedness of characters, and he has a boar's head whatever bad joke but like he's just a good contrast for what the series is that he appeals to me because he's a diversion to what it is you know yeah
2: that's a good point good point if you don't
0: like it you don't like it but like you know it's like a similar argument i'd make for like the reason why i like usopp is his contrast to what the series is and how he brings like a sense of like personal realism to where if you're willing to like Put yourself in the story in the narrative, who would you most be like? Probably Usopp or just like a random person who's never shown a series. But Usopp is the one who's shown that you'd probably most relate to. Not me, I'd be Zoro. I love people who say that so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. It's like, yeah, I'd, I'd be a main character. I'm like, have fun in your grave. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, really? Because, like, let me Z- think about Zorro, it. Zoro is way too cool and like, level headed of a character for the most part. Just in
2: general, like think about this, like in real life. Someone like Chopper's a reindeer, but let's Mm -hmm. use Chopper. We (laughs) we
0: we, we got on a one piece tangent, so he's uh... eight, ten, twelve, whatever the fuck he is uh, sixteen currently, I think.
2: Um okay. So he'd be a sixteen year old. That has been accepted into the most prestigious medical school Mm -hmm. in the world. Yeah. That's like the human counterpoint to Chopper. The human counterpoint to Zorro would be someone physically gifted the way like LeBron James is. Maybe not height-wise, but like, or Bruce Lee. (laughs) When someone says they're Zorro, it's like, so, so you think you're Bruce Lee? You think you're better than Jackie Chan.
0: You, you started
2: from the bottom and now you're here? It was like, uh-huh. you think Chuck Norris roundhouse kicks you and you see it coming and you're just like, nope, dodge. Yeah. It's like, get fucked, bro. That's not the case.
0: It's like, to, to, to get to being a Zoro, you first must be a new stop. You have to have the dream and fail miserably.
2: Bro. You know who's a good... If someone was like, I'm like Kobe, then I would be
0: like... I I, I perfectly understand that. Yeah, bro. I'd be like, I, I respect my, my My guy was on the grind. He, he I worked res- for it.
2: Literally, dude. That's a, that's a nose to the grindstone, motherfucker. Yeah, you gotta respect bro. the hustle. But yeah, if you're gonna sit in there and tell me with a straight fucking face, you're gonna sit there and look me in the eye and be like, I think I'm Sanji, or I'm Zoro. You're like, no, you're not, dude. Sanji's would be like if Gordon Ramsay was also Pele.
0: <laughs> Sanji has so many real life people mixing the one. He, he is a bag of, yeah, interests. dude.
2: He, he's like a kickboxing Bobby Flay. He's
0: getting popery out here.
2: He's a kickboxing Bobby Flay stuff. with a fucking
0: yeah. sex drive. Like, mm-hmm.
2: I don't know, someone horny. Someone horny. Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: But yeah. But yeah, um, this this is going off of your tangent, off of um, character relations.
2: I don't remember not was so high. It,
0: it was on it was on an and you went. <laughs> with Sora. <Zoro>. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is great. That makes but, sense. Yeah. I mean, like I was saying, uh, when it comes to the series, I like the characters, especially over time, like the. So so the one thing about the next arc is I do like most of the upper moons minus two specifically that are both going to appear in what season three is going to have. They both appear in that season and they are the most like they're they're not written uh, maybe they were written to be villains just to be villains and I'm fine with that but the problem is like eventually Muzon feels literally just like that. But the problem is they suck and they have like the most drawn out annoying fights. But the two characters that have their stories emphasized in the arc are, like, two of the best ones, too. And so I'm like, okay, duality, I guess. But it's, like, some of the worst fights, and it has, like, the worst, like, ending of the arc. It, Bro, I hate the next arc. I'll just get this out of the way. This way, when I talk about the next arc, I can talk about how much I hate it, but I have to get it out of the way. But, yeah, you know, Demon Slayer Entertainment District wins me over in the anime over the mugen train but in the manga it's like the opposite where i think mugen train has the better emotional hits and like the if if certain parts of the entertainment district are just dragged out too much in the manga to where it's like oh this part is overdone the problem is and let me let me just say this because i mean the season is done so if you haven't watched it out my opinion on entertainment district is that it is all flair and like no substance
2: dude i literally just told my si- my it sister is was so like, forgettable yeah she was like we missed demon slayer and i was like the story's whatever visually They're... one of the more impressive things i've it watched in a while so
0: beautiful but like
2: the last I- I fight is
0: you, the the thing that wins me over is like the final moment with uh ducky and guitar even though i think it's a little drawn out I do like their backstory and how it parallels Tanjiro and Nezuko. The problem is, I don't think any of the characters impacted me that whole... I, I love it when a series, like, it makes me feel for the characters, even if it's during a fight. I watch the fights, and I'm like, these are so good of fights. But I'm like, I do not care for any of you right now. It's only because I read the manga that I feel for, like, these characters more than I do than I'm watching them. Because I care for them less than when I did reading it. And I, I think the manga arts suck. It's... It, it 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 draws you in for like the small character moments that do exist and aren't trash right and like most of the character moments aren't bad so like it it'll win you in that aspect they they have minimal emphasis in the anime it just it just exists just it's just happening it's just a lot of flashy fights and there's no breathing room in between any of them it's just back to back to back and that's what the series is that is what entertainment district is and I somehow like it more than Mugen Train, but I don't think, I'm pretty sure the movie is just like the anime, but for some reason, I don't know, the arc in like watching it did not hit for me as much as I wish it did. It's not bad, it's just not as compelling. So last up is this small anime that's, um, what is it called, Shoko Geki... Uh... Kyo- Kyoko, Kyogen, something like that. Was it something like Titan Wars, Food Wars, or something? Have you heard about it, Troy?
2: I've heard of Food Wars.
0: Heard of Titan Wars or something like that? I, I there's a character that says Tatakai or something like that. He's edgy, has like a man bun or something. The one. Something about, uh... about or something, or one, soggy uh, spaghettios. With fucking,
2: he's like the 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 Beyblade guy where they like shoot him out of a cannon. It's like the little the little short dude with the middle part, and, and he spins really fast. He's got like the swords, and they will like, it's like a Beyblade. Be like, Let him rip! And uh, just I thought I thought it was there.
0: a show with like generic like white commando dude in the military i thought thought they had one of those
2: the nazi one the one with all the ss commanders
0: or or was it planet of the apes maybe maybe that's what i'm mixing this up with
2: um it could be that was a good that's matt reeves he's doing Batman.
0: he is he is he is so so nice but um yeah uh uh let me let me look it up uh it says here it's called uh shingeki no kyojin, the final season part two ring a bell sounds pretentious it does what is this final season i've never heard of any other season oh i think it's ringing a bell Uh, it says something about this guy named aaron yeager
2: he kind of smells like a baka
0: Oh gosh. <laughs> right, I, I can't continue this anymore because of that. <laughs> that was so bad. Aaron Yeager, oh, you hurt my soul with that one. Yeah, <laughs> a- a- Aaron Yeager. Uh, back in the back in the gap a couple of months ago when people started shouting Aaron Yeager you in like the theaters and crap.
3: Like a baka.
0: Oh,
2: There's a video of a cat so much. like sniffing the camera. I and know. It's no it's literally like You're the dumbest hurting shit so ever. It right makes now. me
0: laugh. All right, so this season, uh, I just want to know because we're not gonna sit on this for long. And when we when we get to the ranking, we will talk about this sucker. What what is your thoughts on this season compared to the rest of the series?
2: Um, compared to the rest, I don't know. Like personally. I would put it right next to two and three.
0: And you have two that high ranked. Impressive.
2: I was just like, you know, I think one for me stands above everything.
0: See, that's funny. I think the series improves over time. So one is technically and then it, at my bottom.
2: And then it falls, you know, like. Might go one four three two might go one three four two I think two might be my least favorite I like one
0: I, I the only disadvantage with two is it's shorter and it and it focuses on so much lore drops. The thing with one is I don't know one is like setup and so like I understand the purpose of setup it's it's good it, the thing with season one compared to most people, most people like the shock value of like, oh, it's this hardcore, like, sane any series. That w- that might not be your take on it, but like, that's what wins over a lot of people and their, like, opinions of it. I'm already a demented, stinking crackhead. That crap is like nothing. That's like watching, I don't know, like, Vanilla Hentai or something like that. Ain't, that, that ain't changing my opinion on what I think of the series. It's all just foreshadowing and set up in season one. Which, it delivers, so, like, it increases your positive opinion on it after the fact, but that is what it is, and so things like that, I don't rate highly compared to, like, when the delivery starts happening, because, like, that's what you're in it for. You're for, like, the reveals, the build-up, the, like, delivery, you know? No, so, no. I like season one, but, no, like...
2: dude, it's about the world-building. About the
0: process. I mean, most of the world-building world happens... Building. In season four, when there's a world being explored.
2: No, that's a... Uh, like, retrospective being gained on the world <laughs> that has been built.
0: The world that doesn't exist for the rest of the series, yeah.
2: The world that gets upended, bro. That's part yeah. of what makes season four so cool. Where you're just like... Man, you really, like... Created all this shit for us to get used to and familiar with. Destroyed
0: all rumbling. Just
2: to be like, yeah, that's all bullshit.
0: The rumbling, rumbling. We live on an dun, island. Dun, 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 dun. But yeah. um, Just, it's, it's ranked highly for you. In my opinion, when I was reading it, when I got to the stuff with Marley and like that whole aspect, like I liked the series up until this, then. But the realism and like the murkiness of how the storytelling is, and the shades of gray that exist in this aspect of the series, and all the reveals from everything that was pre-established, like the episode to where Aaron loses his head, all the way into like that moment where Zeke and his father have that conversation, the rumbling happens, is like some of my favorite like consecutive chapters. Like when I was reading it, it was like back to back to back. I was like. You're literally like making me flip right now. You're like so insane, and it is just like a nonstop roller coaster ride.
2: The spine like and, and, connects. And, and
0: there is stuff that like <clears throat> arguably is like just as crazy further out, and like just just showing like the the dark nature of war, like the duality of like the uh, political landscape of what a war is and like black and white it, it, it's war there's only gray right because you're two sides there is no such thing as a good side in war right you're all committing like mass murder to some degree you're all doing like messed up crap right that's usually how war works believe it or not there are people who who are really pro-war in this day and age there's people who think like these old white men sitting in chairs or just old people in general sitting in chairs should make people fight each other and, like, kill themselves for, like, some reason. I guess that's a gamer... Money. Movement. I, I guess it's a gamer movement. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe. I don't know. But, um... Like, just showing the dark visage of what war is and, like, taking away the veneer that, like, beautifies what it is and, like, how in war you shouldn't really... a a real sensible person probably wouldn't have a side in a war other than the fact that like a peaceful solution would be like the best alternative unless you're just like a a maniac who supports mass murder I guess but you know that's just my opinion you know Sasageo I feel you (laughs) but yeah I, I there's just so many like real world parallels and like big payoffs in season four that like that aspect of like the series to what is in the manga some of my favorite just parts and rewatching it and what map was doing is like gosh it feels so tight like they're freaking nailing it i i am so impressed by like how good map was doing justice to some of this crap
2: bro and they made annie's nose smaller they did i laughed my friend was
0: watching it my friend was watching it. And he's like, "Has Andy Snows always been that big?" And I'm like, "The fact that you say that, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, this crap looks smaller, because like sometimes he just not does not pay attention." I'm like, I, I'm laughing because if you rewatch this nah,
2: no, Homegirl was beaked up in the first couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Certified. She like she looks so cute, and Yeah, she was scene. on her two can Sam shit. And then plus, episode. plus the
0: fact that Hitch in season four is like, gosh.
3: What? Yeah, what?
0: She had, like, a massive go-up in season 4, man. What the I fucking ha-
3: what happened?
0: When she first showed up last, in, in the first part, bro, I was like, yo, chill. Yeah,
2: dude, this was the waifu episode. Fucking, uh, we mm. got, we had Hitch, peak, the newfound Annie. I was like, mm-hmm.
0: what? But, like, just, just the way they, they carry over, like, the weight of, like, the characters and, like, the struggle, like, Mikasa's struggle with the loss of, like, She doesn't know what Aaron's doing. She's
3: she's like, what do I do? She's so lost.
0: And like compared to like her like convicted self to where when Aaron had a goal, she could assist them purely. And now that she doesn't know what to do and now she's like Aaron's like killing everyone. Like, what do I do? Do I follow? Uh, Do we continue to follow him? And Armin's like, listen, I don't know what to do. But like, if we don't like see this through, we're in for like what another 2000 years of like repetition. So it's like, I don't know, man. We we buck up and shut up or or we we stop Aaron. Like either way, we have to end this at the same time.
2: Yeah, and also by the way, I should have stayed dead.
0: That was funny. Yeah, okay. And and I I love the I like his conflict with it because I know I like I saw like the reason why he would be left alive over Erwin. Like it makes so sense to me narratively speaking and i don't think erwin would have made some of the choices that would have led to some of these conclusions like i think they would have still been stuck in the cycle if erwin was in charge tbh because armin's connected to eren erwin was connected to what's in the basement that was his end goal right so you're you're like you're a dead man pushing life when you when your goal is complete and you're stuck living
2: yeah levi put it best give up on your dreams
0: and 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 his suffering, right freaking now. Like, I, and like, because Le- and Eli, even wanted to fight it too, but he made the choice anyways, so, you know.
4: hmm
0: Respect. But, um, as the season goes on, you'll see more of, like, the characters and their growth. And, like, just, like, the Connie stuff, though small, I do like. You watched today's episode, right? Where him yeah. and Falco are riding off. And Falco's like, I'm so glad I met this nice guy. Yeah, and Connie's really just like, Connie's I can't nice. wait to feed him to my mother.
2: <laughs> I don't think Connie's mom would like
0: I I love that moment contrast. where Armin says, I will convince him that his mother is better off as a Titan. <laughs> Dude, bro, upside
2: down, unmoving. Titan.
0: Upside down, Titan. bro, I was dying. I was like, Armin, you're spitting facts here, but like, geez. It, yo.
2: yeah, I was like, you might want to work on your delivery,
0: but I, I was dying, bro. I
2: was like that is not. A super but he's right. He's right.
0: Element. That that's that is like Connie it, Connie's being mad selfish right now and there's probably worse scenario if you let his mother do it just to turn back into human. Like you're you're basically weakening any manpower you could have to assist you in this very detrimental times, you know. So I, I feel for the situation, but just to end it off here attack on titan mad good if you're not watching it bro you get on it like what are you doing
2: um peak fiction aha that that, that that
0: scene where she's running in her titan form bro i was di- the, that was the funniest like animated like monster girl <laughs>
2: who peaked
0: peak in the end where she's running towards hange yeah i was dying when i, I saw thought that she animated.
2: The way it cut, I was like,
0: the way it cut, I, I was laughing. I like, I know, I know she doesn't because you know, but like, yeah, she, the yeah, way she, she was moving and she was doing that, like, thinking, <laughs> like, when you watch like an only like a, a monster that has its torso cut off, that's how she was running
3: pure yeah, muscle
0: in the arms, bro. crawler, uh, and zombies. It's so funny, but gosh, it's if you're not watching it or if you just haven't caught up. Can't wait for you to see where it goes. It's exciting. But that's it for the episode. Be Again, be sure to check us out if you're not watching on the YouTube channel. Feel free to subscribe at FlazaDude. It's just F-L-A-Z-A-D-U-D-E. Or ch- uh, check the link below if you are watching on YouTube to find any other platforms you can listen on or for our website, TheAnimeCouch.com. Uh, again, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. And that will be it for us this episode. Um Troy, Justin, it's nice having you. I'll
2: next time.
0: in next time. Justin, anything to say?
1: Yeah. All
0: right. That was a, that was a good thing to say. That I like the yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's it for me. And uh, we will see you next time. Peace. I will see you. Yeah.